0: You're listening to The Best Football Show, hosted by Elliot Shure Parks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shure Parks. Today is Wednesday, November 23rd, and this is The Best Football Show Podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best from Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button, as it not only helps the show grow, but if you leave a five-star review with your best NFL take, I'll make sure to read it on an upcoming episode of the pod. Today, I want to talk about the situation going on in New York between the Jets and quarterback Zach Wilson. And I say between because at this point, it's very clear that that relationship is not going to work out. There is zero, I said 0% chance that he is going to end up being the franchise quarterback. And there's a lot of reasons for that. The number one reason is he's not good at football. He is flat out not good enough to be an NFL quarterback. The fact he was drafted as high as he was was a really big mistake by the Jets. Coming out of one year that was good out of BYU, he was not really qualified to be that number two overall pick or you know wherever he was, number two or number three. He was not good enough to be picked as high as he was. I know he has a quote unquote cannon for an arm, but he has nothing else that, make you, that makes you think he could end up being A, a successful NFL quarterback, but B, a leader of a locker room in the NFL. And I want to really talk about that second point. What you're seeing in New York, in terms of his play is extremely bad. Obviously, he's not playing at a high level. You look at what happened this past week in the Jets' loss, 9 of 22 for 77 yards in an entire NFL game, 77 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and that's kind of what it's been like all year for Zach Wilson. He's played in seven games, and he's only had one game this year with more touchdowns than interceptions, and that was only one nothing. That was only one touchdown and no interceptions. He's had four games this year with no touchdowns, and he had two games this year with more interceptions than touchdowns touchdowns. So when he takes a field this year, he's A, extremely unlikely to throw a touchdown, but he's also more likely to throw an interception than he is a touchdown. Like he has been horrendous this year his accuracy isn't there he's not especially mobile in the pocket he's a terrible decision maker yeah he can make a a highlight throw once every 20 attempts and that'll probably sadly keep him in the NFL for longer than he should be but right now he is not an NFL quarterback and I don't believe he has the traits to end up being one down the road but here's the other thing and this is the second point he does not have it in him to lead an NFL locker room. And you found that out this past weekend when he was asked by Connor Hughes of SNY Sports whether or not he felt like he let the defense down. Keep in mind, this is a game where the Jets' defense carried them the entire time. They were only in that game because of how well the Jets' defense was playing. And they only lost that game because of the special teams error, right? They lost 10-3. to Obviously, the punt at the end of the game was the difference. But Zach Wilson was asked, do you feel you let the defense down? down and he said no he said no twice and that was it no other explanation if you want to come out and say you know you know it's a team game and I, I like to think I tried my hardest whatever blah blah he just said no no and moved on and if I'm the Jets if I'm Robert Sala if I'm Joe Douglas and I hear that answer I would cut Zach Wilson this week. I would move on from Zach Wilson as quarterback of the team. And I know when you're hearing this, you're saying, well, there's no way they could do that. The cap implications, all these things, blah, blah, blah. First, let's let's actually look at the cap implications. So I went to overthecap.com, the best website out there for cap information. And right now... If they were to cut Zach Wilson, it would cost them around $8 million in salary cap space. So they'd go from around $4.5 million over the cap to four and a half million under the cap. So a little more like nine, but but it's roughly eight when you look at the exact numbers. So they would they would have to find the cap space. They'd have to find four and a half million. But next year, right, the hit is only 17 to 15. So they'd go from 17 million in cap space to 15 million in cap space. And that's the same impact it would have as if they traded them this offseason. So if they just Wait till this offseason to see what they can get for him. They lose $2 million in cap space. If they cut him now, they lose the $8 million, but... You can find four and a half, you can find ways to open that cap space up. They have high paid veterans on the team. They have guys where they can move money around. There, there is more than enough ways for them to find that cap space. But here's one thing I know, and this comes from my time covering the Philadelphia Eagles. A, you can find cap space and make things work. You don't you should not make decisions based off of dead cap space. The Eagles had Carson Wentz under contract following the decision to draft Jalen Hurts. And the the overarching thought was, well, you can't trade Carson because it's a $30 million cap hit. And that is a big cap hit. But the Eagles did the right thing and they traded Carson, A, because he wanted to be traded, but B, because they knew that they had to move him. They knew it was not working out in that locker room. They knew, A, he wasn't playing well enough, but they knew having him there, like Jalen had won that team over. And when you have a quarterback that doesn't have the support of the locker room, it almost never shifts back that way. The chances of Zach Wilson winning over that locker room are extremely slim. I would say they're almost zero in terms of whether or not he's going to end up being a successful quarterback in. New York. So the decision's made. You are not going to have Zach Wilson as your quarterback next year. Point blank, period. You're not going to have him. He's not going to be there. So if you know that that's going to be the case, you need to make the move now. And the reason you need to make it now is because Robert Sala and Joe Douglas still have something to to quote unquote play for, right? Still something to coach for. Joe Douglas still has something to to manage his team to, to, to you know to get them to believe in him. And when Zach Wilson said what he said. At that point, it was over. And that locker room knows it. If you look at some of the reporting, the defensive players are mad at him. I mean, he didn't even talk to the de- to to the defensive players. And maybe he'll do it. Maybe, you know, by the time you're listening to this, he will have done it. But it's very clear he doesn't want to do it willingly. He does not feel like he needs to, he, or he doesn't have it in in him to do it. Both are extremely concerning. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA member FDSC. So, when you combine the fact that the Jets have a good roster outside of him, if they got competent quarterback play, they could end up being a good team this year. I mean, they're a half decent team even with him. Even getting nothing out of the quarterback position in a league that is meant to win through the passing game, in a league where the rules are bent for the quarterback, they are still a good team. So they are continuing to try him out there. And this week, Robert Sala said, you know, didn't really commit to him. Maybe they'll bench him, whatever. You got to get him out. You have to get him out of the locker room. The Jets are not a team that are going to win anything this year, realistically. They could make the playoffs, but realistically, they're not going to win anything. This year is about next year. This year is about being good enough, building a winning culture, getting the team to believe in Robert Sala, getting the young guys ready for next year. And if they keep Zach Wilson around and they continue to pull out hope that he's the guy, you're wasting more than cap space. You're, ma- you're wasting time. You're wasting games. You're wasting snaps. You're wasting potentially losing, o- losing over the locker room. And I think if they came out and they cut him and Robert Saleh came out and said, you know what? Zach wasn't playing at a high enough level. And when he wouldn't take accountability for it, that's not somebody I want on my team so be it. That is the right decision. Imagine how the locker room would react. Do you really think there's going to be more than a handful of players that are upset you cut Zach Wilson? And when you talk about waiting to trade him, what are you getting for him? Is the rest of the season about improving his uh, trade stock? Because if you are, A, he's not going to do it, but you're going to lose games, right? So eventually, this is going to lead to him sitting on the bench. And when he's sitting on the bench, he's a huge distraction. So essentially, for around, you know, $8 $8 million in cap space, you're going to A, continue to play him, which is hurting your team, B, keep him on the sideline, which is a huge distraction, and then C, you're just waiting to trade him, and you're not going to get anything for him. There is no team out there that is going to give you anything of substance of substance for Zach Wilson. Even a team that needs a quarterback, the Giants won't do it, right? Like There are not teams out there that are going to, A, give you anything for him, but even if they do, you're talking about a sixth or seventh round pick. You're maybe, if you get really lucky at conditional fifth, nobody's giving up actual assets for Zach Wilson because of the way he acts on the podium, because of the saying no, because of all those things. Not to mention he's no good, but also because of those things. So if you're the Jets, you're, you're presented with a situation where you have to do something with him. It's just a matter of whether you do it now or a few months on. In my experience from covering teams, when they, when they, dra- uh, bent, um, Carson Wentz here in Philadelphia, there was only a few games left. You have almost half a season still left in New York, or a little a little under it. This is about winning culture. This is about building the right locker room. This is about showing players that accountability matters. And it's about doing the right thing for the franchise. Not the right thing for the salary cap. Not the right thing for Zach Wilson. The right thing for the Jets is to not have Zach Wilson on that roster. And to let salary cap space step in the way. To let the hope that he turns into a, you know, a franchise quarterback step in the way. Those things aren't happening. Those are the least two important things going on. So if I were the Jets, if I was Robert Sala, if I was Joe Douglas, I think it's more beneficial at this point to be able to go into a team meeting and say we cut Zach Wilson than it is to worry about the the, the cap implications. Managing through cap implications is a losing way to manage, especially when they're this small. Better teams have taken bigger cap hits on players and for the betterment of the team. If the Eagles hadn't moved on from Carson because of the, the cap hit, they would not be where they are right now, which is nine and one in the best the best record in the NFL. The Jets need to worry about the roster, not the cap space and if I were them, I would cut Zach Wilson today. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star review if you like what you hear. I really appreciate it, and I'll read the best reviews on the pod. So thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday.